As improbable as the existence of a special class of Paleolithic artists seems, since there are paintings, there must have been painters. What then do we mean when we refer to these individuals? Let's begin by abandoning a few preconceptions about supernatural talent or mystical powers, and remember what is at issue, realistic representations of the real world of the artists. Drawing is so central to human existence that we tend to think of it as an extension of nature itself, a vanity that nevertheless holds some truth. Don't blueprints often prefigure prototypes? From objects like furniture and weapons to plans of all sorts, be they for military or business purposes, the design precedes and prepares the intention. It may be that we no longer conceive of drawing as a cultural act presupposing the capacity for abstraction. The rendering into two dimensions of a reality experienced in three requires a kind of mental gymnastics that does not come naturally. There are, for example, native peoples living in the Amazon basin who are unable to distinguish anything when shown a photograph. Motionless, depthless images formed by pigments on paper correspond to nothing that is real for them. Consider, moreover, an outline, a silhouette. Interpreting it surpasses the natural ability of anyone who has never before been confronted with this kind of codified image, for the simple reason that our optical vision perceives colors, textures, depth, movement, shapes, and other features. Seeing a certain shape in a single black line, a line which does not, of course, encircle that shape in reality, without any hint of the context in which the shape might be found, is a challenge for the untrained mind. Even babies are capable of doing this, however. The human brain adapts itself to the constraints of its cultural environment. That said, this leap requires more learning than we might imagine. After all, any mammal endowed with the same powers of perception as humans remains indifferent when shown a drawing or a photograph of a predator, because a real predator only exists in three dimensions. We're not even sure that an animal perceives anything more in a photograph than colored splotches on a page. Apparently, Humans living in the Upper Paleolithic period not only possessed this decoding ability, which other peoples did not acquire until much later, but even more surprising, they were able to derive from it the skilled means of expression that strike us as so disconcerting today. If all civilizations developed a more or less abstract system of signs as a mnemonic tool, few primitive populations chose to draw and to only use drawing to represent their world, and even fewer had an understanding of anatomy and proportion, as the Paleolithic artists somehow did over a period of 25,000 years. Certainly, one of the most arresting aspects of cave art is that humans who probably never attempted to formalize their understanding of proportion by taking measurements of the animals they hunted and killed were skilled, nevertheless, at realistic drawing. 
by which I mean drawing that respects both the correct proportions of the different parts of a given shape, as well as the anatomical structure of the animal being drawn.